Welcome back, you know good bastards, to the Pod Deep Podcast. Be very quiet. Kick back. Listen up. Subscribe, comment, and like. Pod Deep Podcast. Pod Deep. Everybody, welcome back to Power Deep episode 25. We got the gang here, myself, Hughes, Jay, Hot Rod, Sid, and Anthony. We're getting ready to get this started. Please like, subscribe, comment, tell a friend, follow us on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Let's kick this off with Sid's Deep Thought Question of the Week. All right, boys, here we go. You are working as an EMT ambulance. There's been a major, major accident. Car flipped over. As you rush to the scene, you see that there's two people. There's a couple. You find out it's your significant other. She's been in an accident. But she's been in an accident with a guy you're 90% sure she's cheating with. You rush to the car. Your girlfriend has some pretty significant injuries. And... Her bag's deployed. She's hurt pretty bad. She has about a nine. She has about a ninety percent chance of not making it. Okay, that gives her ten percent of making it, but a ninety percent chance of not making it. On the other hand, the guy that's in the car with her has a slashed throat. He's bleeding profusely, but you know you just got to put pressure on that cut, and he'll probably end up making it. The question is. What you do, you work on your girl or you help this guy out because he may live. It makes sense. Yeah. And let's start with you, baby. Let's go. I'm a thing to say, but both of them ain't making it out. <laughs> That pressure is not getting applied, and I'm fake hustling. I'm going to act like I'm doing something, but they're not making <laughs> So nobody getting no help, huh, man? They're not making it. <laughs> Squeak, what you doing, man? Hey, so back this up. Is this my wife or this my girlfriend? Significant other. Significant other. So just call it your wife. Yeah. I'm, I'm crushed. I'm hurt. I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we letting people down in this mud. Huh? We letting people down in this mud. How right? What you got, man? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to save her. Okay. Um, I mean, it is my job, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
uh, I'm gonna not save them. They gonna die, and then motherfucker looking at me, you know, like damn, nigga, you couldn't save one of them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I fuck around, get fired, or get a bad eval or something, cause I let two motherfuckers die. So I'm gonna save. I'm gonna try to save her. You know, that's where the fake, that's where the fake hustle come in, Rod. I'm moving stuff around. You don't think I'm trying? Cause we're not, cause we're not, you're not a hundred percent sure that they are cheating, right? There you go, there you go, right? So, for me, fuck that nigga, man. I'm, I'm working, I'm work on my, I'm work on my boo. See if I can do something with her. I mean, she is my boo, no matter what happened. But fuck him, he gonna he gonna bleed out. You know what I'm saying? I'm put, I'm put all my focus on her. So you you working on her asking her the same question. Who who is he, baby? Who is he? <laughs> Probably choking at the same time, but <laughs> I, need you, I, need you, I need you to wake back up so you can answer my question. <laughs> Where y'all going? Where y'all coming from? What y'all doing? <laughs> Just you know, but no, man, but you know, that was a it was a dilemma because you know that is your job. You can't save a person, you can't really save this person, but if he living foul, if I think he living foul, that's what I was thinking. But Rodney also brought in the point. The question was, uh, I'm 90% sure that they are. But what if they're not? <laughs> what if they're not? Then I thought about that, and I was like, still fucking. I'm still saving her. <laughs> you know, fuck him. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I was with it on all that, man. <laughs> it's just, for me, you got to put your heart into the job. And if I'm sitting there catching y'all both red-handed and I got to make a quick decision on the spot, <laughs> chances are that I'm going to have too many questions going on in my head that's going to, I'm going to be effective to say. <laughs> and I'm not trying to. It, it'd be hard for me to turn this switch on right there. Because so I'll be mad. So you're going to let it be. Where the old boy ain't got no chance. Unless he can save himself. <laughs> and that 10% chance probably down to 5%. But I have to, I'll be like, you better be talking. You better be talking me through this. You better be making me feel like, you know. We just we just friends. We just friends. There ain't nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh all right, boys. That was a deep talk. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, let's move on to the next uh, the next topic. Let's talk about a talent or a skill you wish you had and why. Let's start with you said. What's the talent or a skill you wish you had and why? Man, man, I wish I had the skill to be a handyman. Dog, I'm, I'm terrible. Like, I, I barely can put a light bulb in this bitch. And you know what I'm saying? It's just, I'm just terrible, man. I'm, I'm looking around. I feel sometimes I feel like I ain't even a dude. You know what I'm saying? I can't. It's just like shit I should, should be fixing around a house. I'm mm -hmm. blessed enough I can get people to come in and do it for me, but mm -hmm. that's a skill set I wish I had, man. I just wish I was handy. I wish I could pick up some bills, some shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. put, a, put up a new screen door. You know what I'm saying? Do some, mm -hmm. you know, up, update a bathroom. You know, I can't do none of that, man. I just wasn't, I was not blessed with that, that coordination. I was not blessed that. Man, I, you should see me at Home Depot, man. I look like a fool. <laughs> I look I look half retarded in Home Depot, man. I don't know what I'm doing in there, man. So, 
that's the skill I wish I had, man. That's all right. What about you? What about you, Rodney? What's the skill or talent you wish you had? Um, I wish I could play an instrument. You know, I got a, I got a guitar that's just collecting dust, but I think, uh, I'm, you know, I don't believe in that New Year's resolution shit. But mm-hmm. next year, I'm definitely I'm on I'm gonna invest in some lessons and, yeah. and try to learn how to play. But playing, being able to play the piano or you know, uh, or guitar, that would be some that's something that I would love to be able to do. Did you get the Did you get the guitar in? Did you get, is it a gift or did you get it thinking that you was gonna try to start playing? It was a gift. You know, I had mentioned that I had, you know, I would love to learn how to play the guitar, and then I got it as a gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So it's been sitting around collecting dust, but uh, I'm 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 really thinking that uh, I want to take some lessons. My fingers aren't long enough, though. You gotta have some long fingers to get get all them strings and chords and everything. But I figured it out though. All right. What about you, Ant? What's the What's the talent or skill you wish you had? I wish I had the talent or skill to be a pro athlete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, I wish I could be. I wish I could. I ain't gonna say a pro, but just a high a high college level player. I wish I had that skill. I wish I, I wish I could have done that. Right. What sport? Baseball. Mm, that was my first love. Baseball was my sport. I wish I could have done that at a at a high level. Probably basketball would be next. But you know, I just wish hey. I could have been. I wish I could have been that uh, that kind of an athlete. Hey, Aunt, do you do you find yourself living through your 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 son, your son? Yep, he better than me in everything. Thank mm. much, but <laughs> no, I mean, he got every to answer your question. Yes. And that's probably why I'm kind of hard on him, and because because he got it, and you know how it is when you you see one of them people. I I never think I'll be that close to someone that got it. Mm-hmm. All he got to do is stay focused and stay mental. Man, even think, in baseball, he better than you where he was even in baseball. Yes. Does he have more power than you at bat? Better pitcher. He threw. He throws harder. Got better control. He can throw sliders and changeups. Mm-hmm. As a pitcher right now, his coach told him he's college. Right, right now he has ability to play college. Oh wow! Right now. What? What? That's good. What? Yeah. Wow. And that's just being raw. Me coming to Atlanta just showed me how far behind he was just in St. Louis baseball has died. Even basketball is just here. Stuff is just pay for the training and there's people here that know how to get you to that next level. 
Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Right now, I don't know. Someone told me he was the best athlete in the school right now. He an eighth grader. <laughs> just, just, I don't know. Great. For me, my talent, skill, I wish I could sing. I wish I had the ability to sing. That's 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 always what I wanted to do, but I never had the the heart, you know, to, to face an audience and stuff like that. I can't hold a note to to save my life, but you know, that's what I always wanted to do, you know what I'm saying? Just to be able to mesmerize people with, you know, how that voice of an angel, you know what I'm saying? That was one of the little talents that I always wish that I had. All right, so let's go ahead and switch to another topic. What's the worst business transaction of your life and why? I kicked this out. When I went to get my first car, I didn't know any of the numbers. I was frustrated. It was, the year was 2000, and I just wanted some wheels. I didn't know my credit score. I didn't know how much money I need to put down, although they told me I need to put down something. I didn't put down the damn thing. But I walked away not knowing that I had good credit and I bought a used car. And that's why that was one of the worst decisions of my life, because I didn't know my numbers as a as a young guy like that. You know what I'm saying? So let me let me let me kick it off with you, Rodney. What's the worst business transaction of your life? Uh, I mean, I think. Everybody's generally gonna be their first car. Mm -hmm. Um so my you know, that's mine as well. The first my first vehicle, you know, my interest rate was 20%. Um, but you don't know what you don't know. That's a fact. That's a fact. What about yeah. you, man? My worst transaction, business transaction was back. When we got married, and it was right before, right, right after. Well, it was right after nine eleven, and me not being me being afraid of investing. Mm -hmm. I lost so much money just keeping cash underneath the pillow. Mm -hmm. That's the worst thing I ever did in my life. Like I wish I can go back and invest. And I remember, believe it or not. I was trying to buy Netflix back when it was two, three dollars. Oh wow! But I was afraid of investing, so that was the worst business. And and I and we kept cash. We had our cash. No, mm. we was afraid. We as a family was afraid of investing, mm -hmm. and I wish that's the one thing I wish I could go back and invest that money because ain't no telling how much money we would have right now. That's a yeah. great point. That's a great yeah. point. What about you, Sid? What's your <laughs> worst business I was thinking about this. I've been I've been sort of lucky. Um, I've been sort of lucky, and I think it's the reason is I I, I got a job, you know, at Edward Jones when I was like nineteen. Mm -hmm. So I I was kind of lucky. I knew people who could help me get through like business stuff. Mm -hmm. But but fast forward, I got when I got married, and I didn't. Following the marriage when we got divorced, I know the I know you said business transaction, but that was kind of like a transaction, man. That was that killed me, you know. <laughs> got got divorced, losing the house, lost my cars, lost some savings, lost investments, 
I know you I know you say transaction, but I, I consider that a transaction. That was a tough that's a tough, tough, rough ass period in my life. And uh I lost a lot, man. I lost a lot. If I just, just think about it, what I lost. I lost all the equity in my home, uh couldn't pay a bill, couldn't couldn't uh, afford a car, you know, simply because I got divorced. So if I can go back and do that again, I'd have had more a couple of my ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. That would have that would have went better, but yeah, that's by far my worst business transaction. Okay, let's go to the next question. I'm coming with you on this one, said snitching. Could you remain friends with someone that snitched on you and sent you away for five years, but they financially took care of your family? Hell no, man. <laughs> oh man, we ain't doing that. <laughs> you snitch on me, you dead to me, man. Because more than likely we were doing it together or more than likely we was on the same BS. Mm-hmm. It's on me, man. I, I, I just don't, I don't got no use for you in my life, man. Even though I guess you felt the guilt of snitching on me by taking care of my family. I, mm-hmm. I don't really appreciate that. <laughs> I really don't. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cause I could be out there taking care of my own family. If you wouldn't have snitched on me, man, I just think that's, I just think you don't, you don't do that, man. That's how I was man. you don't snitch. I got a question, Sid. Yeah. So you and your partner, y'all in a situation. It's not looking good. Both of you look like y'all about to get five, ten years. It's not looking good. Your partner get the opportunity to say, if I snitch, I can get out. You do the time, but I take care of your family. You still not cool with that? If we on the same page and we had talked about it, if, if we if we on the same page and that's a plan, that's different. And if it's one, if it's like one of y'all, somebody I trust that gonna do it, mm-hmm. totally different ball game. You got a guy, if I got a guy, I'm in one room, here's another room, <laughs> feeling his guts. <laughs> that's, totally, that's totally different. But if we sitting in the back of a we handcuffed and and you are riding Hughes, y'all whispering in my ear. Hey, this is how we got to do it. Okay, I, I'm with it. That's a plan to me. That's not mm-hmm. a, a, a flat out snitch. That's more of a plan. So I'm willing to go in a scenario if we all on the same page and I know what's going to happen. But to be be completely by blinded, uh, blindsided by somebody, you know, that you close, especially if you're close with one of your boys, man, I couldn't, I, I couldn't do that. I will never do that. What about you, Aunt? What's your answer? I ain't going to say I would have cut you off all the together. I would be upset, but we would have to have a conversation on I guess I guess I think I'll be able to get over it. I ain't going to lie. I'll get over it, but you better take care of my family. I mean, that part about taking care of my family while I'm out Mm-hmm. They better be taken care of, like for real, for real. So, do you think you can still be friends with that person afterwards? Yeah. You can. You said yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just think about it. If it was one of y'all, and y'all did that, and let's just say you hit me out of left field where we in separate rooms, and I'm like deny, 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 and you didn't win in our spiritual guts, but then you come in and see me. And you tell me, hey, 
I thought one of us ought to be better than none of us out. And I'm going to take care of your family. They taking care of. And you'll be taken care of when you get out. I think I'll be able to, I ain't going to like it, but I think I'll be able to get over it. If it's someone like y'all. Now, if it's a cat that if we just doing a job together, nah, then I, I can't, uh, he gone. Okay. But one of y'all, I'll be able to get over it. Okay. What about my, you, Rodney? What's hold on, what, before you go to Rodney, my question, you'd be like, how the fuck you come up? How you be the one? How you the one out? <laughs> like, what kind of shit is that? How you pick yourself to be out? So That's exactly where I was going, like... <laughs> Like, why the fuck you get to be the one to make the decision? Like, guess what, dog? I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna put it all on you. You know what I'm saying? You take the heat. I take care of your family. Uh, me? No, fuck y'all. That's what I'm saying. Fuck y'all. Like, you can't get five years back. That's like, I don't give a fuck what you know. Do what I don't give a fuck what they do for your family. You go in at forty five, and you come out at fifty. It's like you ain't getting them five years back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And hell, what if you ain't got little kids? What if you got grown-ass kids that's doing their own thing? Are they going to go take care of a grown-ass kid? Mm-hmm. You right. Know? So, no, me- take, care of, take care of your first. You and whatever lady you with. And when you come out, you straight. Fuck that. We, I'm doing five. You doing five. Right. <laughs> your motherfucking mouth shut. We both do our time, and that's it. Right. Like, nah, I'll, you don't worry about it, pimp. You ain't got to take care of my family. <laughs> Just eat that five years with me. Right. <laughs> that, that's that's how I feel when I was writing this up and coming up with it. I'm like, you know, in, in my early twenties, I could eat that five, but at, but in my forties, like like you said, Ronnie, you coming out maybe fifty something. Life as you know it is it's just different. And to be locked up at 40 some, 50 some, uh, uh, along with a bunch of young guys, 18, 20, ready to get bust your ass, you know what I'm saying, in, in the given time. So, no, I, I don't think I would be cool. I don't think I would be cool doing it in my 40s. Maybe this happened in my 20s, you know what I'm saying? You break my family off, you take care of me when I get out there five years, we straight. But in my 40s, I don't think I could. I don't think I could just swallow that. Man. I got a question. Go. I had a thought. Uh, kind of, I was going to do a deep thought question that kind of revolved around that a little bit. So I'm gonna give yeah. you, I'm gonna give you a taste of it. Podcasting is illegal, right? right? We all, all five of us, go to jail or are looking at going to jail for a year. All of us are looking to go to jail for a year. But they make they want to cut us a deal. They want to cut each and every one of us a deal. They want to say, "Hey, we y'all know it was illegal. Yeah, I plead guilty, but we only want the person who uh, who came up implemented the idea. So basically, we only want that person, and we gonna give that person two months in jail. <laughs> so you don't you stay solid. You stay down. You got a year." podcasting you tell somebody who set up this whole podcast thing for the group and that person will get two months in jail what are you doing i know so if if you if you snitch and identify who ideal it was 
that person or the rest of the group get too just that too much? person that person you out that person get two months though and everybody else go free everybody else go free but then if you keep quiet everybody does a year everybody if you keep quiet you doing a year that's if everybody gonna get this deal put on the table the whole group gonna get this deal put on the table it's up to you then you make your own decision either i'm gonna snitch on the guy who came up with the who, who got everything together or i'm gonna eat that year but knowing that that only if you snitch that person only gonna get two months what do you do bonus deep thought go ahead I'm 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 doing what I think is beneficial for the group. I'm telling. <laughs> it's a better it's a better deal. It's a better deal all the way around. Four people go home in only two months. I got to explain to the person who set it up. Got to chalk this one up. We all know we wrong, so we all gonna take a year. You got to take that two months. Whoever set it up. Okay. Yeah. All right, Squeak, what'd you, what'd you, what'd you say? If, if it's everybody in here, got love for all y'all, I, I take the deal to step up. I do the two months and, and make sure y'all y'all straight and stuff like that. I wouldn't want to put y'all in jail uh, knowing that I was the mastermind behind it. You know what I'm saying? So I would step up and, uh, and confess. Suppose it was someone else, though. Suppose it was me or Jared or Sid that really did it. Would you just eat the charge and then let everybody out? I wouldn't say nothing. I wouldn't want to be no snitch. I haven't talked to you or said or any you all to discuss a plan. I'm in I'm in the um entertainment, you know what I'm saying, with the cops. I would I wouldn't say nothing. I would just I would be looking at damn, I gotta be away for a year. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If it was me, I, I would want you to tell. Tell on me, man. Get y'all free for the benefit of everybody else. That's just me, though. Tell on me. If if, if I did it and it's going to get y'all free and I only got to do two months, I'm still winning. It beats a year. Yeah, that it does. So I'm winning. Okay. To, to get me down because no matter what, everybody going to the person who actually set it up was in the wrong. And you reduced their sentence by 10 months by telling. Do that favor for me. Reasoning. What'd you say, Rod? We all doing a year. <laughs> <laughs> we all doing a year. I don't care who set it up. We we participated. We knew it was illegal when we when we started. So we all gonna eat a year. Yeah, me too. I'm 100 with that. Yeah, we gonna we gonna all eat that year. <laughs> now, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't Before we all eat the year, I would tell on myself. I would say it was me and let me do the two months. Ain't no point in all of us doing a year when two months is on. If if I couldn't go through with naming one of y'all, I would have to name myself and just eat the two months. But they like, but they like. We know it wasn't you. We know the guy who. We right. But what? We know it was Jared. We know it was Jay Rock. <laughs> we know it was Jay. <laughs> All we need you to do is just tell us you tell him it's, it's him. You doing it? 
Be the new gun. It's the best deal. <laughs> it's the best deal. Call him and gunner. And gunner. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I done started you 10 months. Uh, gunner, younger than gunner. <laughs> That's a good one, Sid. That's a good one. Let's go to the next question. All right. You got 24 hours to live. What, who, and where, where you going? I, I kicked this one off. All right. The what? Sex, dinner with family and friends. The who? Me and my wife. The word, just some word, trip to the Florida Keys. I just want to be by some water. My last couple of days, I just want to be by some water. Get it over with. What's your, what's your who, what, were, Rodney? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I would, I would definitely want to be around my family. Um, I don't know if I have a particular, I don't think you, I would necessarily have a particular destination. Um, just as long as I'm around my family and I can get to, you know, uh, you know, rejoice and talk about the good times and whatnot. So yeah, I, I really wouldn't have to have a, a, a place to go just as long as I'm with my family. So you just watching the clock just tick and tick and tick, you're around your family? No, you ain't watching the click. You, I mean, you just, you just, Y'all doing whatever, you know, yeah. reminiscing, you know, getting faded. <laughs> just, just, just relishing the moment. Yeah. Well, what about what about you, Sid? I'm I'm very similar to you, man. I just need family. I just need family, like all family, like my you know, my well, not all family, my immediate family and and, and beach, ocean. Just somewhere like that. That's where I gotta be. That's, I mean, mm -hmm. I seem to have the most peace at on the beach, listening to the ocean. You know, so the two things I love: family and just being away like that. That's what I would. That's definitely if I could do it. That's what it'll be. Yeah. What about you, Aunt? It's gonna be weird coming from me, but I want everybody I know. Immediate family, immediate friends, somewhere probably in St. Louis, and we throwing the biggest party we can throw until 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 I until I check out of it. Oh, so one spot, huh? Just one spot. One spot. I want everybody that meant something to me, though. Yeah. Family, friends, everybody, and we kicking it. Big party. Unlimited. You know, somewhere in St. Louis. That's why I'm, you know, and and that's how I'm going out. All right. Until the, the clock strike clear. It's about 24 hours. <laughs> Anybody thinking about doing anything wild in this 24 hour? As 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 you get down to 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 that 11 time frame, you you thinking about doing anything wild? Not me. Yeah. Don't. What is what What does it mean? At that point, right. You drink. You drink. That's the question. You drinking or you clear head? Or you? Are you, you, you? I'm definitely drinking. I'm. I'm. I'm drinking. I'm smoking something. Uh, what I got to lose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a countdown. Yeah. What I got to lose? I. 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 
I'm thinking I'm drunk. I'm thinking I'm I'm super faded. Yeah. I might even I might even grab a, a a notepad and just write some. You know what I'm saying? Just I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something on my mind. All right. Get clear. I want to enjoy the time, the last bit of time with me. I don't want to be faded and then not even the last part you don't even remember. So I want to be clear. I want to. Again, I got a big old party with everybody around me and everybody. So I want to be able to indulge in it and remember that until I go out, rather than if I'm faded or something like that. I don't even remember what the heck is going on. Okay. But you're going to be dead, so you ain't going to remember anything anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying this, but that, that part of uh, I want I want to be cognizant of what's going on. I want to see what's going on. Yeah. It's a, it's a few things I've never done, like drag racing. I don't think that would be the time for me to do anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Gambling, going to the casino, there won't be no time for nothing like that. You know, time is of the essence, you know. So, all right, we're going to go to the next question. It's a deep thought. This is, this is a pie deep moment. The Almighty has requested that you make a worldly impact for this generation. What worldly changes would you implement for society? I'm coming with you on this one, Sid. You know what? Um... I think I think I think there's if I could change the world, I would do two things. I would give families or individuals choice. I would say um, I would even give an individual you give one of these. You can get free college or you can have free health care. Mm-hmm. I'll give you one. You get the pick. You can either go to school for free, much school as you want, get as much education as you want to get your job. Or if you, if education wasn't your thing, you just want to work, uh, ensure that you always have the proper health care. So if I could just, if I could do that, I think that'll make the world a better place. That's two big burdens that people wouldn't have to worry about. You know, either having the education to do what they want to do in life or having the health, you know, the health benefits so they won't have to worry about getting sick and not taking care of their family. So those, those are the two things that I would do. Yeah, I like that. Okay. What's up with you, uh, Ant? What worldly impact are you making? If it was me, I think money is what drives the world to doing crazy things. I'm trying to make the world moneyless. I think it, I think money is what drives people to doing all this crazy stuff. And if we didn't have money, if we went back to doing stuff where you're trading for goods, People got to work and stuff like that. Think it'd just be overall better if we took money out the picture. Okay. What about you, Rodney? Um, I would make the playing field level for blacks here and forever. Mm-hmm. So, whatever blocks that are the you know the ones that are hidden that we that are out there for us that we don't know about that, you know, it's just a level playing field for black people, period. Yeah. I like that. Hey, Rodney, did you, you hear that, you heard that, uh, that one, ep- that one article, or I forgot where I heard it was, but you know, they were talking about reparations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talked about, I think it was New York. I, I think it might've been New York, but they was talking about, or somewhere, but they were talking about giving, you know, 200,000 or something like that. Yeah. How much was it? Like two hundred thousand. Yeah, like two hundred thousand. speaking of that, 
that you think that with that with that level of playing field? Hell yeah. So I, I got a rule that I said that citizens will be granted a hundred thousand every year from the age twenty two to thirty two. Ten years, you get a hundred thousand every year. Then everybody, every, everybody from from the age twenty two to thirty two. So from once you get to your thirty three, you can't be crying. You broke. You know. I'm like, if everybody got a, a free house and a free park, if everybody got free education, if everybody got free health insurance, those things to me, I think help with, with the stress of what to do. Because at that point, now you need to worry about management and budgeting and stuff like that. You got the money coming in, you got the house, you got the car. Everything else is just your vices, you know what I'm saying? In my opinion, you know? The one, the one problem I have with that, if you give people that money, Ain't all I'm going to do right with it. That, that's cool. That's cool. But you don't, you know. I always, someone told me this. Rich people, if you swap them with broke people in five years, the rich person will be will come back rich and the broke person will be back broke. Uh, I guess that's true and untrue, depending on how the rich person got their money, if they earned it or if they got it through inheritance. You know, so if, well, if it, I'm just saying this, just in general, if if a rich person and a poor person swapped in five years, the person that was broke is gonna probably end up broke, and the person that was rich is probably gonna be able to build his wealth back up. So I think if you give them this money. Mindset's gonna change, and you're just gonna see people bigger addictions doing gambling more, whatever their vices are at a bigger level. They've been to kill themselves before they'd be able to live it out. So, my so, uh, you say a hundred thousand to everybody for 10 years, right? Yep, from the ages of 22 to 32, and not today, so, but if, but if the systematic issues aren't solved and how much is, you know, like how much is that money worth really? You know what I'm saying? Okay. You got a hundred thousand dollars, but if those same barriers are out there, you know, how, you know, how impactful is that money going to be? You know, what, what can you do with it? You know, what are you allowed to do with it? Like, okay, I'm on, I got this hundred thousand. I'm going to go buy this. No, you can't buy it. I, but I got a hundred thousand dollars. No, you but you, you can't buy it, you know, for this reason, that reason, whatever, whatever reason they can come up with, you can't buy it. So, you know, what really can you do? I mean, how I don't know. I don't know. If you make everything eleven play level playing field, you know, to me that's a I mean, that'll never happen, but to me that that would be something that if you make everybody really equal. You know, you don't need to give. I don't need to give reparations at that point. When you say equal, are you talking financially equal, intellectually equal, education? What do you What do you mean when you say equal? Every person is supposed to be equal in this country, regardless of color, creed, whatever. Right. But we all know it's not that. Okay. So you know, so it could so on every level, you know, male and female, everybody. Everybody. Yeah, but but well well, yeah. But my particular uh, focus <laughs> at first was black people, 
Um, <laughs> so, you know. But just think about what that would do. Here's a question. Think about what that'll do, like to the value of money. Look, look where would prices go on everything? Right. If you everybody got a hundred thousand dollars from that age, man, shit, shacks would be three hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? They're just the, the money right. principle of money just takes a dive. It does. So that wouldn't. So that me, that that would be a big problem. You know, my wife taught me something. Why are we on this issue? She taught me something when we first got together. She she's like, um, you know, there has to be minimum wage. There there has to be there has to be jobs for people who make tons of money. There has to be middle income, mm-hmm. has to be low income jobs. You know, if everybody got a hundred thousand dollars, who won't work at McDonald's? <laughs> who gonna, who gonna watch right? Taught me that lesson a long time ago when she made me think about life a whole different, you know, life, you know, why you want everybody to thrive. There's somebody that's gonna gonna work at McDonald's and and do a good job at it. There's gonna be somebody that gotta wash your car, there's gonna be you know, so basically the difference is St. Louis cost of living to California cost of living. Mm-hmm. It's still it's still the chain, same, but uh, said house in California about three million. Mm-hmm. See what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. in your scenario, if everybody got this hundred thousand stuff, is gonna you know they just gonna move the scale up. Yeah, I think that'll be right. I think that'll be equivalent to making a thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just right. be so out, you know, lopsided. And writing back to your point is. We still ain't caught up, you know what I'm saying? We still, they still got a head start on us and that sort of things. And then when I was thinking about that reparations, I thought to myself, man, would that if they only gave black people, they only did that for black people, Squeak? What would that? What would that look like? The, the hundred thousand or just two hundred thousand? Like, well, that one hundred thousand that you in that scenario of yours, where you could give a hundred thousand between. 20 and 30, whatever the thing was. Mm-hmm. Do you think that puts us on a level playing field? I think what it, I think what it would do is that you either have kids that will be in that 22 to 32 range, either wising up or they will fuck up. They would be blowing their money from that from that 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 standpoint to, to when they hit to that 33, that end point. They may not have shit to show for themselves. You know what I'm saying? But what they wouldn't have is they're coming out of high school, they wouldn't have that kind of stress that, that most kids have when they're scratching their head of, what do I do? I don't want to be a burden to my parents. You know what I'm saying? If you know that in a couple of years, this money is coming towards you, it'll really change your mindset of, of, of what you want to do with yourself. You know what I'm saying? You would really be trying to really be trying to store some money away, you know what I'm saying, for your actual you know retirement. Because once you hit 34, you know, now you got to get out in the real world and start working and grinding. It's how I'm thinking. You know, what I'm saying just just my my train of thought. You know, mm-hmm. go ahead. I honestly think that'll put more target on us, and them other cultures that's not getting it is going to be trying to find ways to scam and take our money even more. So they're just going to make us pay more for. You start seeing stuff like. Blacks got to pay $100 for the same burger that whites got to pay 10 for because they know 
you getting this money. I don't. I don't think they. I don't think they would have to scam at all. Cause we'd give it to them. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. They ain't got. They ain't got to scam it. They ain't got to come up with no behind the counter type deal. You know, cause we gonna give it to them. And I think I don't give us twenty two to thirty three. That ain't the answer. Cause that money is not gonna do anything. It's not gonna do anything but buy a bunch of bullshit. So. You know, throwing money at a problem. I mean, throwing money at, at our particular problem is not the answer. That's why I said take money completely away. That helps even the playing field. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what Rodney's saying is if you take money out the equation, now ain't nobody got money. We all got to work with based off of what you work. That's what you can trade, and that's how you get wealth. So more so a trade then. But if there's no money, but there are still systematic issues involved to keep me from, you know, okay, I ain't got, I can't, so it's all about what I work and what I gain as far as trade and everything. But if I'm still getting blocked from certain positions, mm-hmm. you know, to where I can't get to uh, that certain position to make that whatever we use instead of money, you know, is that to me is is always as long as as yeah. long as you know we got those issues, regardless of we take it because I don't know if money is money really the issue. That's what I was gonna ask. That, but <laughs> money. you know, lack of right, lack of money. Like I, I'm not the person that believe money is the root of all evil. You know, go without money and see how evil you become. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when you, no, when no, you no, no. dollars in your pocket, you don't feel like trying to hurt nobody. You know what I'm saying? Money when you got shit in your pocket, you ready to look, you know, for, you know, this, you know? people of power, we normally associate people with a lot of money. Yeah. You don't never see nobody saying somebody is powerful and they broke. That's a fact. So that's the reason why I said the power is the money. If they got the money, then they got the power to do things, make things smooth, change things. So that's the reason why I said, you know, money. Money, you know, is a powerful tool. Yeah, I just think whatever whatever you highlight as being that thing, whether it's money, I got you. Power, you know, whatever. We're blocked from getting to it. I mean, we're going to be blocked from getting to it. So that's that's why I would say, level playing field. You take away all that bullshit, and let's see what happens from there. Okay. Good topic. I got a question. What? If they level the playing field, do you think as a people we can stick together and do it right? Well, okay, that's, that's another issue. That's, <laughs> that's another issue. I mean, look, all all of our issues aren't going to be solved with a check. It's not going to be solved with taking away, like I say, making a level playing field. It, they're, they're, there's, it's just like uh, like Joe LMB, it's going to be a process. <laughs> it's, it's going to be a process for us to get out of the hole, get out of the hole we that we've been thrown in. So the hole that I we've dug that so off of do you go out of your way to support 
and buy black only right now. This is just currently right now. I, I have. It's, it's very difficult. Yeah. I, I've had a I've had a month where I, where I tried to. It was very difficult. Anybody else? I hate to admit it, but it's not even front of mind for me. I, I, that's terrible to admit. It's not even in front of my mind. I don't. I need something. I just go get it. I don't like just, which is probably a, a fault. I don't I mean, <laughs> look for black on which. Like you know, Francis said, you said that you're not handy. When you need someone to come fix stuff, do you search out and make sure they black on, or you just go grab the first cat that you find? That's a good question, and it's, it's usually just a plus that they black. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at four people. I'm looking at reviews, and the tiebreaker. I'm looking. I'm going with the best person. If that, if the the tiebreaker usually is if they. If they African American, if they African American, same rating, I'm gonna go with them. Is I, that's the question I got for y'all? Is that the right way to do it, or should I be giving that black person the the business of of rip? So for from for us, we search out for the black first, and we when they when they doing work on our house or anything that we got going on. Black restaurants, we're searching out for that. It's hmm. their job to lose. Oh. Now, we're not going to be crazy and one person and they got just terrible reviews and they overpriced and we have to go out. We're not going to be stupid, but it's the black owned people job to lose. So your, your locale has a lot to do with that. Yeah. You know, your where you're at right now is very it's much more easier for you yeah. to be black to 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 be a, a merchant of, of black of black people, you know, black all black owned businesses. But where said is, you know, you know, yeah. it's a little more it's a little more different. It's a little yeah. difficult, you know. So I think you where you are ties a lot into how much you 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 you're a patron to those uh establishments. But my question is, like Sid said, it's not even in the thought process. He's not even searching. It's, like, not, it's, it's not, man. It, 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 and that's, uh, that's an indictment on me because I don't. I'm looking for quality first and mm -hmm. I'm looking, and like usually just race plays a factor with just a tiebreaker. If they equal, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go with the brother. You know what I'm saying? Versus I mean, but you 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 frequent what's around you. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna search. Yeah, that's true, right? You're gonna search for people that's close. You know, if yeah. I got a plumbing issue, I want somebody out here. Yeah, you're gonna frequent what's around you. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Uh we have paid a little bit more to get a black on when we could have got probably a better other but I feel like sometimes if you're in a position where you can do that pay a little extra to keep it in house mm -hmm. I will do that as opposed to we gotta start we gotta start sometime and it's gonna have to be a mindset and we 
we're trying to build the mindset of not only me and my wife, but my son to be like, look out for your people too. Good point, man. Like the message. That was a good point, eh? All right. Let's go to the next topic. Regardless of time, list three events you would have loved to attend and why. I'll start with this. If I go back in time, I would visit uh, the Million Man March. That's one event that I would I wish I could have attended. Uh, the second one is uh, seeing Richard Pryor perform live, maybe like sun, his Sunset Hills set or something like that. And then uh, probably the third one was probably like the creation of Adam and Eve. You know, I just want to see who was first and what, you know. So those are my three list events. What about you, Rodney? What's your three time events? Um, I don't know if I got three. No, no problem. I got two. So one of them is not a, it's hard for, it would have been hard for me to be there, but because it didn't just happen, it, it didn't happen over, it happened over a period of years. And that is uh, the building of the pyramids. Scoop. So, you know, that, that always fascinates me, you know, with the technology, with the lack of technology that they had at that mm-hmm. time, but to build those structures and have them still be here, you know, two over 2000 years later, mm-hmm. uh, that always fascinates me. So I would have loved to been there to see exactly how they accomplished that f- amazing feat. That's a good one. Which um, pyramid are you talking about? The one in Africa or the, or the one in um, Mexico? Egypt. Okay. The Great Pyramids. Uh-huh. Um, second one, I would have loved to have been at the Rumble in the Jungle. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, yeah. just seeing the movie uh, <clears throat> when we were kings and just seeing the vibe with the with all the artists that, that were there and just how like like people I don't, I don't think people really like people of today's age don't understand how big Muhammad Ali was. Give people give the young listeners a a, a view, I mean a, a understanding of what the young rumble in the jungle was. So the rumble in the jungle was the fight between Muhammad Ali and George Foreman. So this was the fight where um Muhammad Ali uh, he had previous, you know, he had, he was obviously he was the heavyweight champion. He was stripped for not uh, for refusing to be inducted into the army. And one of the things that I didn't really realize is that he came back in 1971, lost to Joe, Joe Frazier, and then he fought like it was three years in between. But he fought like 15 fights in, in between that time just to get back to a point to get to to fight for the heavyweight championship again in fight shape wow you know not getting fight shape but just get just get into the position where he could be the number one contender again because you know during that time during those three years he fought he lost to joe uh to ken norton you know he had a rematch with um joe frazier and he had a bunch of other fights in that three-year period just building up to be able to be that contender to face george foreman who at the time was the baddest man on the planet i know Mike Tyson took that, you know, that or originated that title. But George Foreman was the baddest man on the planet at that point. Yeah, he was and, the second baddest man on the planet. Yeah. And uh, so just that whole vibe and, and the fight was in Africa. Uh, it was in Zaire. And like just that whole vibe watching when we were kings, man, that just 
I would have loved to have been there and been in that moment because like I like Muhammad Ali is kind of pretty he's pretty much like my idol, mm. you know. Um over over any any other athlete or person, like that's that's who I look to. Mm. And um I would have loved to just been in that in that in that scene in Great. that time in 1974. Um third one. Mm, third one, third one, third one. I would have liked to have been in Dallas in 1963 and figure it out and, and see. Ooh, I'm saying, I'm saying. Yeah. You know, how did it really go down? So those yeah. are my three. All right. What about you, Ant? I would have liked to have been at Jackie Robinson's first game oh, as a basketball. That was a good one. I, would, I mean, I don't know if I could have been in the stands. They probably would have killed me up in there. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would have loved to have been in the yeah, You've been good. <laughs> oh, they would have killed you because your ass <laughs> wouldn't have got out of line. <laughs> Right. I would have loved to have been in the stadium to see that. That would have been like that. I would have wanted to go to the March on Washington, Martin Luther King, see that live, see to get the vibe, the feel of that live. That would have been good for me. And then uh, I guess I would have wanted to go to Africa before they invade. Before they invaded and took over the slave ship, I would have wanted to see how Africa was with us before the white man came, and how and how they got how it was. I would have loved to see been around that for a bit. That's good. All right. What about you, Seth? Man, I know we friends, man, because I pretty much the same thing. I thought I would be alone when I was when I would say Egypt, but that's one of one of the things I just. I marvel at that whole idea of how they did that, man. That was just, I mean, they were genius. They were genius. All of these two-ton boulders, stacking them on top of each other, the Sphinx, all of that stuff. So I would have loved to have been there to see that. I have a dream speech, March on Washington. I would have loved to have been there. I could just, I could see myself just filling up with pride, just hearing that. I would have loved to have been there. Um <laughs> Rams, the Rams Super Bowl. Ninety-nine. I would love to been at the ninety-nine Rams Super Bowl. You know, paper yeah. one, right? So I couldn't do that, but I would have loved to just been in that moment because that, you know, I was a you Rams. got ninety-nine over two uh, over their last. Yes, yes. I was, you know, I was all I was been a Rams fan, but you know, that's the you know that's the reason I'm a Rams. Fan. They came here, they won. And I'd have loved to have been there to 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 get that moment. Squeak, uh, what were we on the phone? Huh? What yeah, were we you, on the phone? You was in San Diego at the time. No, we was on the phone for the NFC championship game. Okay. Okay. Because like, because I thought it was Super Bowl too. Yeah, it might have been Super Bowl, but I know I know we was on the phone for uh the championship game because we both was nervous as hell. Yeah. They were losing six to five. Yeah. And then Kurt threw that touchdown to Ricky Pro. Yeah. So, and then, and then and they started driving down the field on us. Yeah. I, I don't know where I was, but I didn't want them niggas to win either one of them games. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, if I remember correct, Tampa was the one that I thought was going to get them. Oh, yeah. 
was tough. It was tough, man. But you know, just being there. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. Said. No, go ahead. But Minnesota. I thought Minnesota was going to be the toughest game. I went because, to that game because they had the offense. You know, they 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 were just one year removed from being fifteen and one. Yeah. So I was worried about that game, and shit. First play from scrimmage, motherfucking, motherfucking Bruce goes seventy-seven on. I'm like, oh, that's a wrap. <laughs> this shows you we wasn't thinking because it's no reason why we didn't take a road trip to Atlanta. Yeah, there's, there's no reason why we didn't take no road trip to Atlanta. You're talking eight, nine hours away from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. It's kind of like when I went to New Orleans and turned out the lights. Yeah. I had to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you, you do that for your squad. You know what I'm saying? And and they came to the they came to the city, they put on, you know, and it's like, man, they made it to the they made it to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, with a backup quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Because we was riding with Trent, his name Trent Dufford or, or Trent. Trent Green. Yeah, Trent Green. We was riding with Trent Green until he got hurt in preseason. So. You got to remember, too, Squeak, in 99, we was just four years out of high school. Yeah, that's, that's I think one like that. Like, yeah, we were still finding ourselves, you know. That's a fact. Yeah. No way. I'd have got there. Shit, I probably wouldn't have had a hotel to sleep in, man. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, and, and you know that's when the uh, Ray Lewis incident went, went down. Oh, it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what Ray Lewis incident went down, and the NFC Championship game is when Derek Thomas got I, in his accident. I'll never forget that. Uh, and that, that, hurt my, that hurt my heart. Yeah, because yeah, he was on the, he was on the way to the game. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, made it, to, made it to the hospital and didn't tell him the importance of just sit still because he had a blood clot. You know. Oh wow, that's crazy, man. That's- <sighs> All right, let's go to the next topic. This one is music. What's the name of a, of a music album title that describes your life and why? I'm going to start with you, Ant. Bro. <laughs> Throw out anything. It, it could be any genre of music. Man, I'm struggling. The only, only thing I can think of is Tupac, Me Against the World. Hey, that, that, that's, all, oh. that's all it takes. That's oh. all it takes. What about you, said? Uh, you know, my life, you know, my life, title-wise, I like all eyes on me. Yeah. Like, man, it was, it's, it's crazy. I was like, um, like I felt like I was like that chosen kid. Like, I, like everybody expected so much of me. Mm-hmm. You know, from you know high school to you know going in my career. You know, it seemed like all everybody always have had eyes on me. So I, I just thought that was for my life, that made the most sense. Bad, bad, bad. All eyes on me. Bad. What about you, Ronnie? I I have nothing. <laughs> I, I literally have nothing. So you I'm, have scrolling, I, I'm scrolling through my phone right now looking at albums of all the music I got on my phone and I don't see nothing that I could attribute to my life. Um... Nah, you 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 get yours. Yeah. And maybe I have one by the time you get done. All right, for me, it's simple. Good kid, Mad City. I think that was the 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 definition of my life when I you know hit that middle school era and started catching buses and 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 not realizing 
how dangerous the bus system was in St. Louis and stuff like that, being out on my own and, you know what I'm saying? You know, smiling my mom face. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, but just praying out there, you know? So that's the mute. That's the album that I think really describes my life, how green I was, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm coming right back to you right now. You can do it. You can do it later on in the uh, episode. If, if, if you, <laughs> Oh, you can just skip. Right. Yeah, you can skip it. We can go, we can go to the next All one. Right. The next one is a topic, y'all. This is uh, Family Feud, Romeo versus Master P. Who's right? Who's wrong? I'm 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 gonna kick this. I'm gonna kick this off with you, uh, Anthony. How do you How do you feel about this this topic? You know, can you uh, recap what's going on? I think I know what it is, but can you just? So this started off on the internet where Romeo got at his pops about you know he never received any type of royalties from from. you know, um, things that he did under the, the title Romeo, you know what I'm saying? So he was saying all that stuff he did uh, went to his, to pay his uh, father's IRS taxes and stuff like that. He's basically saying how his in, internal family is living uh, month to month, you know what I'm saying? But his pops just, just pretty much, you know, pay everybody that's outside of the family to keep his name good in the streets and stuff like that. So how do you feel about that? Master P responded and said, that, you know, he's a... Uh, <laughs> He's a brat, you know what I'm saying? Reach out to him, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no need to put this on the internet, you know? So I'm asking you who you feel is right, who you feel is wrong. I feel the kid is wrong. Romeo wouldn't even be Romeo if it wasn't for his dad. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's your dad. It shouldn't even got out to the internet or whatever the case may be. I feel like he is being a brat, and like, if you wanted to, he gave you everything. You could have branched out and did it all on your own and made your own money. But if you under my roof and I'm taking all the risk and I'm putting your name out there, I own. And you, my son. So I think Romeo is way wrong, and. He just way wrong. That's my opinion. Yeah, I'm going with you, Ryan. Who do you think right? Who you think wrong? They both wrong. Cause it shouldn't be it shouldn't be in in the public. You know, what whatever issues we got, you know, it shouldn't be out there. And even if my son do disrespect me and put it out air air our dirty laundry out there, you know, it ain't for me, it ain't it ain't for me to go back at him. And and say anything, you know. I it's to me, it's you know, no comment. You know, we'll 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 work through whatever issues we have. You know, whatever. I'll put some blanket statement out there, but we're not gonna go back and forth. You know, in in, in on social media about this shit. So to me, they're both wrong. What about you, said You know, I struggle with this one a little bit. Uh, I'm with I'm kind of with Little Romeo on this one, man. Like, stop the cap. You know what I'm saying? He's like, you know, stop all that, stop all that bullshit. You, 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 you jumping on everybody else. You got to, you know, Master P has an opinion on, on everybody, and he's supposed to be this. You know, he, 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 he make it look like himself, like he got it all figured out. You know, mm-hmm. you look at his persona, he got it all figured. Out. He's with Snoop, trying to get the Fruit Loops going, trying to get, but he living check to check. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He, uh, that's crazy. 
Romeo been on rap snacks since what ten years, and he just now getting a cut from it. Like just now getting a cut from it. So I, I'm, I'm with Romeo, man. I'm like, you know, don't be this self. I think that's what I think that's what Romeo got fed up with. When you out there, everybody else sharing wisdom, and your your own house ain't good. Right. Your sons are living. I don't know. If you believe Romeo, his sons are everybody living check to check. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, he got this big house. That's the only true asset that he got. He didn't do well. Um, he didn't do well uh, with the money as far as the money that he brought in. He blew that all, and he didn't set up nothing for his kids. His kids can't even. His kids. He couldn't even afford to put his kids through college. Mm-hmm. That's a shame, man. That's a shame. You was in that position. And if you just was like, well, it's it's good. I, I blew it. I ain't got it no more. That's something different. But when you, you know, when you're in the limelight, like you got everything together, that's what I don't like. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he wants you to make, he wants you to believe that he got everything together. And Romeo was like, no, 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 that ain't true. So I, I side with Romeo. Stop the cap, man. With Romeo. Hello. So say it. I had a question. Mm-hmm. Just because I ain't got it, I still got an image I'm trying to show, and I'm still trying to get my money back. So part of me doing this is to try to keep get my money back. Mm-hmm. But and you out there, you are nothing without me. You didn't no, get it out the mud. That's not true. You got it because of me. He, he, that's true. Now that's that's two. That's two. That's a two part statement that you made. It is true that he made him, but he is something without him now. I mean, he he went to college. He got his own business. He got his own family. He so helped him. He don't need him. He's talking about his brothers. He's talking about his, the rest of his siblings. His his other siblings that wasn't as fortunate to take his father's wisdom and, and go apply it elsewhere. And then get back to the point of Master P, he just a he a big mouth talking about he always talking about stuff that he was doing. That was a story where um you know he wanted to manage he wanted to give Kodak Black some advice. Mm-hmm. And Kodak was like, man, he was just trying to take money from me basically. He wanted me to come to this city, put on a put on a food drive or a, a book, book bag, bag drive. And he wanted to take all credit for it and wanted me to do all the money, all the work. This dude, you know what I'm saying? He just, he, you, he a user to me, in, in my opinion. He a user. So I just, I, that's why I side with Romeo on the whole thing. Hope that makes sense. To me, in this in this scenario, I'm kind of, I kind of agree with you, Rodney. They both wrong. You know, this is a private matter. This is something that even if this is my pop, I can phone you out here. What I'm not going to do is come out in the public and and, 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 and lynch him like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I don't want to be the one to, to put him down, even though if I know the, the, the truth about him, you know. So if I know the truth and I'm little Romeo, then it's my job as the big as the big brothers to make sure I got to do pops work and hold down the rest of my siblings. But I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, release that to the world, you know, and, and get on the Internet and 
you know, take shots at my pops and have my my pops take shots at me. So in my opinion, I think they both wrong in, in this scenario. You know, I look up, to, I ain't gonna say I look up. I admire both of them. I admire uh, Masterpiece Hustle. I admire the, 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 the blueprint that he laid uh, for Romeo and, and for the rest of his artists. But I never in a million years thought I'd see them two go at it like this on social media. You know what I'm saying? So. But what did little Romeo get from it? I don't understand what what putting his dad on blast do for him or his siblings. Uh, uh, you just never know how a person really feel about you. you he know? So he and he originally he spoke on a uh, he spoke on somebody committing suicide. His daughter. His well. Nah, Twitch, Twitch, Twitch. Yeah, Twitch. The guy that was on Ellen, Ellen Dancer, DJ. Master P spoke on that, but. And but in but Master P has had his own daughter commit suicide as well. And Romeo was like, You gotta play some part of that. You he basically telling Master P, you gotta you you you're a part of that. You know what I'm saying? So he's kind of standing up in one sense for his sibling. Mm -hmm. But Master P Master P always say that he messed that up with his daughter, that he we that. He just trying to bring a awareness to it so it don't happen to someone else. But he know he messed that up. He said it all the time. I heard I, I heard him when he said he said I messed that up, and I'm trying to bring awareness so nobody else in that situation lose a kid the way I did. Yeah. So he's speaking. So he's speaking on that, trying to share wisdom. And Lil Bow Wow, I mean, and uh, Romeo was like, "No, man, stop it." Just stop it. I'm tired of it. You know, I'm tired of this fake persona. That's what that's what I read out of it. So, you know, as a parent, we all have to be able to listen to our children. We can't always just be the ones to just saying everything. This is the this is the this is the plan. I mean, you, you start that way. But Romeo, what, 30 something, right? Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So. At some point, you start learning from your kids. You know what I'm saying? You 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 start having like an even playing field and stuff like that. You know, especially when you're trying to um, help guide them. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if Masterpiece ruling with an iron, an iron fist or not. I don't know if he, you know, the modern day uh, Joe Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Because he like, to me, someone asked him the question and that's how he answered it. He didn't go seeking out let me make this statement. You talking about Romeo? No, no, no. Master P. Master P just made a statement about it on his Instagram. Yeah, you know, nobody didn't ask him nothing. He just yeah, he he made did, a post. Like made once a post. Was, yeah, once when it was report, uh, reported that Twitch had uh, committed suicide, and I guess that that kind of rocked P a little bit. Then he made a post about it. You know, then from there Romeo, you know, tagged him and, and made a post. You know, I guess just just blasting him. You know. Like a cap, so you know. I just don't think, like you said, it hit Master P a little different, so he made a post. He lost his daughter, so he like I kind of feel I feel y'all. I lost the daughter. I wish I could have did better. Whatever he said, and then now my son coming back like, man, shut up, you ain't do this, do that. How dare you? How dare you? You don't got the right to tell me how you. You lost a sister, but I lost a child. And now you want to cap and just say what I am and what I ain't doing? How dare you? 
I don't know. I think I think he lost the. I know it's hard losing the. I don't know the pain of losing a child. Me either. Yes. But I know the pain of losing a sibling. It it hurts. You know what I'm saying? It, it fucking hurts. So I, I I I don't know. That's what maybe that's why I side with Romeo because this shit hurts. You know. All right. All right, let's go. Let's go to our next topic. It's time for the swerp of the week. <laughs> oh man, I gotta go. Yeah, let's kick it off. What you said? What's your who your swerp of the week? Man, it was tough for me. I couldn't find. I couldn't pinpoint one, man. But dude, Megan the Stallion about to lose this. Uh, <laughs> she about to. Lose. So she don't get shot in the foot. <laughs> how, how can you get shot in the foot? <laughs> And be on the brink of losing the case. So I don't know how it's all going down. I'm watching the reporting. Man, but she shouldn't be in no position where she got a foot shot and she should be even even remotely close to being found that this guy that shot her and supposedly shot her found innocent. She was definitely the victim. I don't know how everything went down. But for her putting herself in this predicament, that's my swerp of the week. Mm, okay. No way. I got shot in the foot. <laughs> if somebody ain't going to jail, there's <laughs> too much going on, man. There's too much nonsense that went on. And they can't they can't figure it out. So that's my swerp of the week. All right. What about you, Rodney? Who's your swerp of the week? Um, my swerp of the week. Well, first let me start with the album that would um the, the whole album thing. Yeah, the album go, that describes your, your life. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Dead Presidents, Let's Get Free. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. So, Swerp of the Week, I'm going to go with Salt Bay. At <laughs> <laughs> the World Soccer Cups. <laughs> yeah, because he, uh, he got banned from all... All FIFA events and all that shit after his after his antics. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Salt Bay is the swerp of the week. <laughs> That's good. What about you, Ann? Who's your swerp of the week? When I seen it, I knew he was my swerp of the week. <laughs> Last week in that New England game. Whoever that cat is that threw that ball 30 yards behind and let that cat run it in for the end zone when it was tied. Jacoby Myers. That's that's who it was. Jacoby that Myers. That man there needs to be coming. <laughs> that was the first. I mean, how do you go in the locker room? I, I, couldn't, I wouldn't even went in the locker room. I'd have went into the other locker room. They call it the dumbest play ever in the NFL. They call it the dumbest play ever. That's up there with Leon Les celebrating too early. But no, 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 not no, not that one. I'm talking about the one where the, uh, the, the field goal. Yeah, where the kick was blocked, the <laughs> game was over. Yeah, I'm sorry, he had two. And he runs up and touches it, and now Dolphins recover it. They, you know, they gained like 20 yards. And kick another field goal and win the game. Yeah, I remember so, that. that was a little different. That was a fat boy sitting the ball on the ground. He was going for glory. But that this happened. Was, that but happened you're after that. Stay the, away from that ball, though. Yeah, the Buffalo game. Yeah, you're taught. You're taught to stay away from the ball. Yeah. What they yell? Poison or some shit? 
Um, to get you to stay away from the ball? This one he's arguing, man. He, he, he knows. He the ball 20 yards backwards right into the other dude <laughs> with the game tied. But shit, the running back, his shit, his shit was just his work. No, no, no. To me, because if, if he just go down, if he just go down, he the one that started this shit. But, so if I'm running and I just – Throw you the ball and what you get it. What you gonna do? Yeah. Shit, well, I guess I better run with it and your, get rid of it too. Your special teams coach should tell so you don't even you don't even feel the ball or or, or get it. It, it. it was a running. It was a running play. The play in the huddle was called go down. They they said get the run the ball go down. That's what that was the whole that was the play. Right. You take a knee on the overtime. Yeah. So that means so that means Bill Belichick should be swerved for the week. He didn't do it. All you can, if you tell them to take a, you if you tell them to take a knee, you if you tell them to take a knee, nothing, none of that happens. Why are you running the play? You're not trailing. That, that game what, is what they did was if you're down by a touchdown and you you start, right. you know, you do so I have to tell you to breathe or you just do it? <laughs> take That's a knee. Take a knee. Sometimes you just take it out of their hands. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You don't run. A, you don't run a play. Only play you run is a is a hail mary, and and Belichick said we didn't run a hail mary because shit. We didn't. He didn't. We he can't throw it that far. Yeah, the whole one. <laughs> so that's why you take a knee. Oh, you take a knee. Yeah, that's why you take and, a knee. And you just you just go into overtime. So he. I mean, I get you, Jacoby Myers. He was swerved, but. <laughs> Swerp as fuck, but Bill Belichick is swerpier. <laughs> not just ha- not telling them to take a knee, man. <laughs> it just made a new word, swerpier. <laughs> I just thought that the co- that I don't think no coach told him to do that. I think they they acted alone on that. Well, that's what that's the price you get. Yeah, when you run a pass. Yeah, they acted game. they acted alone, but there was a play called. That's the problem. You, if you just say, "Hey, we taking the knee, fellas, and we gonna go in overtime, win this game, whatever," but why you why you run the fucking ball? Mm-hmm. That don't make no sense. My squirper of the week is the last topic we talked about, man. I'm giving it to both Romeo and Master P. You know, nobody wins when the family feuds. Um, work on your issue, uh, fix that, and move on. Don't, don't broadcast your your family business and what goes on in, in the house. You know what I'm saying? Fellas, that was episode 25 of the Pod Deep episode. Good one, good one, good one. We're coming close to Christmas. I want to tell a lot of listeners to like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend, share. Everybody, this is episode 25 podcast, Pod Deep. Take care. We love you. Peace. All right, we out. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah.